Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's the Pay to Play podcast. I'm Frank Guy, but I'm joined here with co-host James Zajikowski. Uh He's in North Carolina. I'm in uh, Columbus, Ohio. And uh, we are both in a bad mood at the uh, current moment because uh, as we're recording here on a uh, Tuesday night, uh, we, we bet on the no-run first inning in uh, Game 6 of the World Series. Verlander, Strasburg on the mound. But um, fun fact for all of you folks, Justin Verlander is the worst World Series pitcher ever uh, in this first inning. But statistically, he's actually – it's kind of impressive, guys. He's um, winless in six starts in the World Series, um, the most starts to not have a win in the World Series ever. So, I mean, there's – James, are you, are you with me here? Um, I know you're upset with Verlander. He just gave up the run. Um, and he might he might go uh, he's own five record wise in those six starts uh, the seventh start he's already down one zero. Yeah, I'm displeased is probably the best way to put it. But at the same time, helps out my October uh, late night selection tonight in which I did say Verlander sucks, um, and I said Nationals first five money line plus one thirty. So yeah. if that holds, as I see George Springer rip one off the top of the wall, geez Louise. Uh, tonight could be a dogfight. That's that's kind of the way I look at it. I'm looking forward to a nice night of baseball. As you guys are listening to this, hopefully there's a game seven on the horizon. Screw the Astros. Screw Verlander. Um, I yeah, I just hate them all. It, like besides Michael Brantley, I hate them all. Not not one good redeemable quality on that 25 man roster besides Verlander, or besides Brantley. Uh, yeah, especially not especially not Verlander. Excuse like how could I say something I, so disgusting? I, I, I think Kate Upton has to divorce him for this World Series record. Probably. Yeah, well, of course, we could be saying all this, and as people listen, like, the Astros might come back and get him a win, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that I'm putting I, my, my butt balls on the line. Excuse, well, he's, me. Excuse he's my going, language. He's going against Strasburg, who has one of the lowest ERAs in postseason history. Um, he's obviously a great pitcher as well. Both of these guys, um, incredible talents. Uh, if just a hypothetical for you here, James, um, even though this game's going to be over when people hear, uh, who, and even though Verlander sucks, who would you uh, rather have pitching for you tonight? Um, just in this game, I feel like Frank, I'm not, I, I don't mean to call, call out like a dumb question, but I won't be able to answer that objectively. Like I, you know, my answer is going to be Strasburg. Like, like that's, <laughs> I, mean, that like, could be I feel objective. like that. No, I feel like there's just no way in hell I was going to answer Verlander to that, regardless of, you know, the, my objective feelings on the matter. I'm just way I mean, too Strasburg's about to give up a run here. I'm just in an emotional glass case of emotion, just like they were in Anchorman. Um, yeah. I, there's no way I was going to answer that objectively. Um, plus, I mean, the, okay. I don't know. Just historically, the Indians have had dominance against Verlander. Uh, in his days in Detroit, we always had his number. Um I don't know. There's just I've watched way too much of Verlander be bad to say I want him on my side when it matters most against okay. Strasburg. Next, yeah. Next question for you: um, Is home field advantage any bit helpful in baseball? Because all five games have been won by the road team so far. Yeah, I, I will say no to that. I, I don't think it's. What do you say? Any bit helpful? I mean, maybe. Like, in, I mean, it seems um, like there's a negative correlation there. Um, one to one, actually, negative correlation. Home yeah, field apparently equals so. A loss. Yeah, so I, I just, I don't know. Um, that's why Astros, or that's why the Nats and seven makes the most sense to me. 
and they would get Max Scherzer back um, tonight if if it's Wednesday night and the Nationals won on a Tuesday. They will have uh, Scherzer on the mound for Game 7, even though he couldn't walk the other day or something. Uh, he's a tough guy. He'll be grunting out there. Yeah, I heard his tennis-like grunts in that last start, and it, it's actually mildly amusing. Oh, I think baseball needs more of that. And we're tied at one, just like that in this game? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a dogfight. What did I say? Oh, yeah. All right, well, let's let's move into uh, maybe some uh, betting updates. What we yeah, got? I suppose. Yeah, I had a good week. I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I had a good week. I had my week off the sauce, uh, and that was two weeks ago. And it was good. That was that cleared the head a little bit. Um, I was able to, you know, rest easy, and something clicked mentally for me. And then I just saw the light. And I mean, I was hot. There's no two ways about it. I was, I'm gonna, I was, uh, I was just tossing money left and right. Yeah. And next thing you know, seeing green. And I'm sorry to say that while you might not have quite the same. Uh, same histo- history there over the last week. Hey, um, it's okay. You know, sometimes what's our slogan? Sometimes it pays to play, and sometimes you pay to play. Um, it paid to play for your case, and I paid. I paid to play on on my case. That's that's why we have the name of the podcast, guys. And also, let's just. Uh, um, I was gonna, uh, I was going to say it if you weren't because sometimes sometimes you also get paid to play. And oh. so that is now going to be that is now going to be at least on the table in the NCAA. Yeah, uh, after I mean, I, the, I know we were going to talk bets, but I think we should just do this segment. Yeah, now because yeah, we'll it cut works. it off. Yeah, so let's talk NCAA pay to play is here. Uh, we brought it up on an interview like a week or like a few, just like a month ago, and and now it's already here. Um, not, not obviously right now, but they came out today. Um, the NCAA, like board of chairs, uh, head, headed by Michael Drake, president of Ohio State. I'm pretty sure he's like one of the chair, higher chairs on the board, whatever. I don't know how to say that, but <laughs> they yeah. uh, are, they encourage schools to basically figure out ways for their athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness. Um, not necessarily have like any salaries or anything, but uh, James quick takes on it. What do you think? It's, I mean, it's kind of a huge moment in this NCAA history. Uh, all these players have been getting robbed for years. It seems like uh, maybe some justice, but probably a lot of problems will come with it. I think undoubtedly there will be some problems with it. And the thing is, sure, they passed this measure this week, uh, but they very, they provided very few specifics. Uh, so it said it's unlikely that the change happens before 2021. So yeah. everyone that is uh, junior, senior in high school right now, <laughs> Tough luck, guys. So, sucks to suck. Um, yeah, just fail, hey, that that horizon. fail that math class. Fail that. Fail that uh, science. You know, and then and then you'll be good that year. Especially, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Or uh, you know, take uh, go play at like a military academy or well, something for like well, a post grad. Yeah, my pl- my plan is now to go back when we're allowed to get paid and use my four years of NCAA eligibility. I've been I've been saving it until I could. Uh, get paid for my image and likeness. You could do the same. Really? Okay, but what sport? That's what most people like. People know you're athletic, uh, but what sport? You kind of think of a letter. I, I'm thinking football. I'm thinking might uh, play some football. Like any any idea on a position? Or are you just gonna go throw yourself uh, out there? You know, let an SEC school pop pop the question to you and uh, let them decide the position. I think I'm gonna like go for like uh, take some hill position. Maybe okay, like Quarter, in, quarterback at BYU. 
Yeah, quarterback. <laughs> I guess maybe I'll go to BYU. That 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 Luke Wilson or whatever the kid's name is that's there, he stinks. So, um, uh, yeah. All right, let's, let's let's keep going. Uh, my take on it is, yeah, it's going to lead to some problems with probably recruiting battles and like, how, like the legality of like, hey, if you come to my school, like I'll pay you a million dollars for your image and likeness uh, over the next four years. Like, I feel like that's going to start happening there's already a bunch of ncaa corruption but at the end of the day um these you know athletes that a lot of them don't come from great families that have uh stable you know incomes at home so it it allows these kids to you know maybe take advantage of a free market and help help at home more than they can uh with the current rules all right that i think that's actually a fair way to put it um, I think like it's a greater good. Like it doesn't hurt like that. A kid's going to get paid a hundred thousand dollars. And you know, I'm not every kid's going to get paid. You know, I don't know what, uh, you know, girls swimming player is going to make off of her image and likeness versus, uh, JK Dobbins or something like a stud at a big school in football. Um, so it, there's going to be disparity there. Well, you know what, I, I guess you could say like, um, if what that could impact like a girl swimmer, let's say she's an Olympian which not every girl swimmer is, but like in the past, there's been Olympians like Missy Franklin that have not been able to like receive any like endorsements while they're swimming for the USA and they are yeah. still swimming for a collegiate institution too. So yeah, um, that's a good point. I think yeah. that does open up the door for uh, the elite level of collegiate athletes that do drive revenue in some respect for their sport. Um, yeah. I mean, and well, it's going to be, uh, you got to be able to market yourself. Um Regardless of what sport you play, you play badminton, figure out how to market yourself uh, big time. Um, you know, get on YouTube, get on, get on these social medias. I think that's what's going to come. I think there's a business opportunity there, James, is uh, create a company that helps their college athletes market themselves off their image and likeness. Yeah, no, that could I don't, I don't know the legality of that either. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It, it could be strict, too, the rules that the NCAA outlines. This is all just hoopla that we're talking about right now. But it is expected to happen in the next uh, couple of years here. Yeah, so, I mean, hey, it's a step in the right direction, if nothing else. Um, you want to yeah. go back to talking about our betting? Because I, I could spit hypotheticals with you all day, but I don't know if our listeners really like that uh, too, yeah, too much. They, they like it a little bit. Um, yeah, let's talk about our, our 1v1 bet this week. Um, we're going to do a slap bet. Are you slap ready for bet. that? A slap, but uh, yeah, if you if you're the one getting slapped, I'm ready for it. Otherwise, so I'll loser, probably need a probably need a drink or two two in me. Loser gets slapped um, across the face, and James, we're going on uh, undefeated SMU at Memphis. Memphis is minus five and a half. Uh, does Memphis only have one loss? They're ranked as well. So They're a one loss team. Yep. Yeah, so it's a really you know top top two teams in the uh, American con. American Conference? Am I saying that correct? Yep, the AAC, American Athletic Conference. American Athletic Conference. And, yeah, uh, you're going to take Memphis, your big Memphis fan, minus five and a half. I'll take the SMU uh, Mustangs to stay undefeated. Sounds like a good plan to me. Um, Saturday Saturday at five in Mountain Time? Yeah, all right, let's talk Eastern Time. We're not not littering (laughs) out there. Yeah, it's a 7.30 game. We'll we'll be watching at 5.30 local time. When while while we're in Denver, Colorado, um, and I'll tell you what, Frank, I, I think you're you're in for a tough one. I didn't want to do a slap bet. I was looking out for you, and then you know push came to shove, and looks like 
uh, Memphis Tigers are going to inflict some pain on you. Yeah, um, I, I you know I haven't watched a lot of either team, so I'm not really sure. But I just think SMU uh, stays undefeated. Might as well. Oh yeah. Right, let's booyah. let's 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 talk about our locks. Um, that's what the people really want. Uh, and James, you had a great one last week. I tailed and high scoring affair. God, the over was more of a lock than Stanford, but it really um, was. You had Stanford plus one versus Arizona. The line totally shot the other direct towards Stanford. They were like minus three and a half at game time, I think. Yeah, a kickoff. A kickoff. Um, and it was the David Shaw game, as you said. And I don't, what was the final of that one? I just know you covered. Well, I think forty-one. 31 or something like that it was i i i I lost track i just knew it was such a lock it was like why even bother (laughs) well what 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 do you got on the ballot this week or should should we you you know i'm still in the process like i wanted you to go first because i have not you so this is going to be a delayed lock well i have my lock guys but let's talk about last week's it's it's pretty heartbreaking it is a a sad beat uh as always um I took the salami over uh, NFL. It was 592.5 points over 13 games on Sunday. Um, you know, I said the weather was going to be nice everywhere, over 50 degrees, only a couple games with uh, any precipitation. And uh, the, the total at the end of the week, guys, I, I needed 593 to cover. The total at the end of the week, 587. Just absolutely heartbreaking. There were 12 missed field goals across those 13 games, James. Um, it's just inexcusable, the points that were left on the board um, when a guy like me needed it to cover. Um, thanks a lot, you fucking kickers. <laughs> yeah, and now, is, and now uh... let's, I'll, turn, I'll, just, no, I'll turn right to my lock this week. We, we move on. We, we don't survive, but we do advance to this week, and we will be taking my mother's and your mother's alma mater, the Bowling Green State Falcons, minus six, over Akron. I don't know if I should have corrected you in the Bowling like, Green pre- State University Falcons. Yeah. Well, no, no. My mom didn't go there. No, my mom didn't go there. Wow. I, 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 really I, I didn't know you really thought that. Like, but I just I thought I kind of let that go as water under the bridge. Wow. She did Mrs. not. Go there. Mrs. Z. Mrs. Z. I know you're listening. I thought that for right now. Where did she go? <laughs> Uh, like a lot of places. So she got her, <laughs> she got her, like, she, she bounced around. She was a St. Bonaventure Bonnie for a little bit. That was only like a one year thing. Then she found her way back, took some classes at Cleveland state, then got, uh, her nursing degree at Ursuline college. Um, and then, uh, took, I think I got her master's. Oh man. I, I can't even, she's been to, she went to five different schools. I, it's not relevant for I can't keep track, but go go Falcons. I like that pick a lot. Uh, Akron does stink, and actually, now that you say that, like, but I think so. Bowling Green's at home in that matchup. Yep, they're the, home, they're the home. They're the home team. Uh, minus six. They beat Toledo this year. Otherwise, they'd look pretty bad for sure. But yep. Akron has been an ATM betting against them. They are absolutely horrible. Yeah, well, Northern, me. Northern Iowa beat them, or Northern Illinois just beat them like forty-nine zero. Yeah, so the, I think they are among the worst top, th- bottom three worst teams in collegiate football. You know who is one of the other ones? And we we have a story here. It's you, the UMass men? UMass Minutemen brings me to my lock. Give me Liberty minus twenty-three over UMass. These two teams are absolutely abysmal, and so. Um, 
there was a obviously they played each other earlier in the year and uh Akron that's when and you, UMass. Yeah, and that's when UMass uh kind of wiped the floor with Akron. Um when when they were protesting and betting against themselves, allegedly. Oh allegedly. yeah, the, there's a lot of again hoopla around that one. A lot of hoopla, but, a lot of fans with sources telling us UMass is not gonna show up. Akron is even worse than that. But you're gonna take liberty over UMass. You're gonna you're gonna agree that UMass does stink. Akron just stinks I, more. Yeah, so UMass's only win on the season is over Akron. And in their last three games after that, UMass has surrendered uh, margins of victory of 44, of 48, and then only 21, but that was to UConn. And UConn is actually a very shitty team as well. So all those things considered, I, uh, I do like the Liberty, whatever they are, a lot. Okay. Liberty's got Liberty's got to bounce back after they lost to uh, Rutgers. The Flames, flame on this weekend with Liberty. All right, let's go. I also I also looked up uh, Mrs. Z, uh, Ursula Arrows, big fan of the Ursula Arrows. Yep. Just wanted to. Doubt she could have told. Don't think she could have even told you that. I, the, the arrows, the arrows are covering this weekend. <laughs> it, at what nursing? I, like, seriously, I don't know if they have <laughs> athletics at that school. Um, um, I don't know, but uh, any other bets you like this week? Um, I have not looked that far into it. I'll be honest, Frank. We're recording this on a Tuesday, but, but something we do like some fourth quarter NBA live lines. Um, yeah, oh, you and I both are big fans. We've been just kind of uh lurking on NBA games. You can see one get into the fourth quarter, you can watch a minute or two, and then take a bet, and the bet's done in like 20 minutes. It's a quick little dopamine hit of uh, gambling. Probably not the greatest thing, but I actually think like I have better record doing that than just betting before games. It's it is odd the way like you can almost watch a game unfold and be able to tar- start to tell something about it, um, and I think that's part of it. You are betting with some knowledge about how both teams are playing, playing that day. Yeah, exactly. I, I, think, I think there's uh, some alpha there um, in the gambling space. Uh, I don't think I've quite found it officially, but I think James, we need to uh, keep look, looking into that fourth quarter live betting. What, like, what if we each take like one, at least one, or like every every single night of the NBA this year, take one fourth quarter live bet, and like we track our records on that? Is that the craziest idea ever? I mean, I'll try it. You want to try it? I think we could try it. Like, okay. So obviously, our unit size might be changing um, a little bit yeah, from. But time we'll try to time. just just record. I think one one per day, like one per day, is like it's yeah. not unattainable. Per diem, alrighty, I'm fine with it. And I'm then that'll be something it. we'll track and give it season's end, and we'll look at both of our records. And so Let's, you might, hey, there might be days when you take multiple. Just count your first one or your most confident. Um, or, or do you want to track all of them? I'm, I'm, I'm good with tracking them. Whatever, whatever we right, do. Tracking, tracking all of them. Fine. Let's let's move on to the NBA then and talk about it a little bit. Um, uh, the Cavs are one and two. They they were one and one guys, and we were top. We were top the central. <laughs> yep. Did you, the, did you uh, know that, James? We were. Top I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the Milwaukee Bucks kind of relinquished that title from us. Uh, by they, we were we were fighting with them the other night. Uh, actually, it was a five point game in the fourth quarter, and then the Bucks go on to win by seventeen and cover. So that was good. Um, I took the Cavs first half, and we covered first half. So. Did you? Uh, they were winning first quarter. Cavs were winning thirty-one thirty at the end of it. I took the under in the game, and that was a cute, that was not a good idea. One thing this I've quarter. learned is this Cavs team has a lot of fight. I mean, a lot. I'm yeah, telling they're fun. You, 
they're a fun team to watch. I'm going to watch a lot of Cavs games, I think, actually. Um, you know, I, do you think playoffs is possible? Or are we? Or is that too much hoopla? That's uh, a little bit too much hoopla. I was actually on that bandwagon last year, and then I think I was brought back down to reality. Just the nature of injuries, like our team is – Kevin Love's down, like bound to go down for like five to ten games at least at some point, and then we're going to be scrambling. Tristan Thompson, I don't think he's able to score twenty five a night all season long either. A um, couple of trends I just don't see keeping up. Um, I think you know we have what it takes to be a respectable team and be in the hunt past the uh, All Star game per se, like not be mathematically eliminated. But I don't think it lasts all season long. Okay, I like it. Uh... Well, our fantasy league. Did you win week one? Oh yeah. Oh, that was. Oh come on, my what, team's awesome. I, I didn't. Did I not set my lineup? I like thought I did. On Sunday, on Sunday, you had some players that were stuck on the bench. I believe that recorded stats. Uh, that that was vir- that was virtue <laughs> can, of Andrew Cormos. Who, who can I said, sub every every single uh, day? Yes, Frank. News to you. Yes, you can. I sub can every- sub every day. You are expected to, in fact. Um, oh, I thought you like just had to go with like the set guys for the week. No, actually, what's All sad right. for you? What's sad for well, you is you lost by thirty-three, and on Sunday you had dude, Karis Levert. Karis Levert on my bench had like a hundred points on the week at least. <laughs> the dude yeah, was balling, oh. and I never put him in because I. And yeah. Then Batum Ooh. got hurt, and I didn't take him out until I, I looked at it all today. Uh, uh, I'm own one, and I deserve to be obviously so. <laughs> Um, we'll have to turn things around this week and get a win. Uh, yeah, shout out, out Khalil being the top scoring team in the league. That's Khalil's top scoring. And his, and, did he get rid of his centers? Um, no, not yet. I don't. I don't think. even think we talked about that on the last podcast, guys. We did a draft, and uh, so like centers are very highly ranked for some reason. Even though like you don't dra- you don't draft all of them, but uh, our draft like froze after like seven rounds or eight rounds. And uh, auto drafted dudes a bunch of centers um, from that on. I had dudes in my queue, and it drafted them for me, James. But did you get a few big men yourself? I got I got a couple. I actually got fairly lucky. I got uh, Rui Hachimura, who's been a stud since starting the season. Uh, I got Rui. Rondo. I got I got some a lot of power forwards. Actually. Does Rondo? Uh, who does Rondo play for? The Lakers, dude. He's hurt. He's still. He's oh yeah. I was about to say. He's vibing in L.A. I didn't see him playing the other night when the Lake Show got that win in the over. Yeah, that was power forward heavy. Yeah, that's really on ESPN for not having the servers to accommodate uh, the day before the opening season. Uh, They just got downgraded further. Watch Disney stock is all I got to say. Bullshit. So uh, other people are a little bit more displeased with that than I was in the league, but uh, Mike Matthews, the lowest scoring team in the league. We're just going to keep giving those shout outs week in, week out. Uh, wow. How about our – let's talk our NFL fantasy league real quick. Can we? Sure. Yeah, why not? It's because that's the, the cool. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. We have seven teams tied for third at four oh, and four. It, it's not is, eight. It's seven. It's eight. Is it eight? I it might be eight. eight. There's eight teams tied for third in our league at four and four. That's crazy. I lost again. My team is falling apart. I'm six and two, and I'm still in first by a game. Yeah, that's impressive. Really, is six and two. Matthews is five and three. Then we got eight, four, and fours, and then a three and stump, five and a two and six. Stump and Jr. Clock find themselves below the Mason Dixon line. Um, it's actually a. It's uh What do you call that? 
it's perfect. Like the top and the bottom are the exact opposite. And the second and the second last are the, I don't know. It's like how race cards spell the same backwards. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that's called. I, uh, you're, you're asking me to do something <laughs> off the top of my head. I work eight and a half hours a day now. Some, I can't. Some, there's some symmetry in the ranking. My, my, yeah, brain, eight, my brain eight, has to be turned off. Those eight teams, and even the guy who's three and five, I would say. Probably not two and six. You're probably out of it if you're two and six. But the guy who's three and five, you guys are fighting for four spots, all nine of you. Um, even the guys – I might even not make the playoffs if I can't figure it out. My team's been terrible the past two weeks. Scored like 150 combined points. But let's – It finally came to me. It's a palindrome. Um, <laughs> palindrome's the word we were looking for. But I'm telling you, man, I shut my brain off for a little bit every night, and – it's kind of at that point where it's off, and I uh, can't think. I can't think on my feet anymore. Yeah, whatever. Um, what what should we talk about then? Because I can't think. Football, either. football. I like football. Free phone football. Free phone football. So the um, Browns stink, but we're going to Denver to watch them this weekend anyway. Uh, we became favorites with Brandon Allen making his first career start. Joe Flacco is out. Um, we won in Denver last year. We looked like a half-competent football team then. Um, and the question is, will we this weekend? Because we have not. Freddie Kitchens actually is dumber than dumb. Like, I, I actually am out on him. Like, I, I'm saying it. I have no confidence in my coach. Um, yeah, it's – I mean, I don't know. I just think a lot of the things that happened on Sunday against the Patriots were very unfortunate. Um, but – a lot of it does fall on the coaching. Uh, I mean, the two fumbles by Nick Chubb were just fluke. Um, and if you, it's just, it just felt like we like outplayed the Patriots. It felt like we outplayed the Rams earlier this year. It felt like we outplayed the Seahawks, and we have nothing to show for it. We're two and five. Uh, we're a bad football team. We're we're talented. We're talented enough to beat these teams, but it comes down to coaching and it comes down to execution on the players, and we just have it. Um, Hopefully we can maybe find it in the back half of the season. You know, we do have that easy schedule, but that's, you know, I think anyone that has us on the schedule says it's an easy game right now because we shoot they ourselves. We, they we absolutely shoot, should. We, we, we shoot ourselves like Plexico Burris in the club. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. We're shooting ourselves before we get into the club. We don't even belong in the club at this point. I'm telling <laughs> you, we probably have a $500,000 cover to get into the club. No one would want to hang out with us as a team. Um, it actually makes me sick. I mean, one thing, if you get out talented, like that's fine. If you're not as good of a team as the Patriots, which we're not, we have some stud stud players that are great individually, but co- cohesively, collectively as a unit, we are among the bottom five teams in football right now, which is sad to say. But I, I don't think there's any changing my mind on that. Like I really so don't. W- would you, if you're John Dorsey, would you fire Kitchens like mid-season? Like, are you really going to do that in his first year? Or are you going to let him do the whole season? And, you know, continue. I think I would let him go and see see how the second half turns out. Um, yeah, I think it'd be asinine to fire but him I, mid-season. But I would not be afraid to fire him at the end of the season if, you know, we only get five wins, five or six, I would say. Yeah, well, do you know – I mean, you know, this ba- we, better, we better win six games, I would think, out of this back nine that we got. The definition of and insanity is doing the same not, thing over and not, over again. And by that definition, Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, by that definition, Freddie Kitchens is absolutely insane. By challenging things that don't that will never be overturned. Oh, let's still just waste timeouts, 
so that we are afraid to call timeouts on fourth and 11 so that we need to automatically get a false start to make fourth and 16 or why don't you just leave the, leave the offense out there, Freddie, you're the old coordinator. Like he's like, yeah, I wanted to leave the offense out there. The, the, <laughs> I'm seeing I mean, hints. I'm seeing hints of Hugh Jackson when he comes out <laughs> and says, I'm the head coach. I'm calling the plays. We hired an offensive coordinator. We don't let him do shit. We don't I, practice. We don't practice penalties. We just make them happen in the games. Exactly. 70 exactly. penalties through seven games, I'm pretty sure, is the stat. That's 10 per game. That's by far the worst in the NFL. Um, it's, a, it's a dumpster fire. Uh, luckily, we're going to a similar dumpster fire in Denver. Uh, and Joe Flacco, herniated disc, is not going to be there to, uh, to lull us. So hopefully we can get a win um, in Denver. All right. My mini rant's over. Let's talk about the good teams in the league. San, San Francisco 49ers, legit or not, 7-0 and now. They thrashed by Panthers. Um, Jimmy G, like, he's not even good on a fantasy standpoint. Yeah, I think he just is, uh, like, pro game manager. I really do think he is, like, you know, one of those guys that's top, like, he's between 10 and 15 in quarterbacks in this league. He doesn't make the mistakes. That defense is something to be messed with. That defense is impressive. Uh, Nick Bosa is not just looking like a rookie of the year, but a defensive player of the year candidate. Uh since he's gotten healthy, um, he's just, I mean, that whole D is just dominant, but he, he in particular has been really, really stepping it up. And that's the reason they're 7-0. and uh, they got an easy one um, Thursday night at the Cardinals. I mean, I'm, I'm saying it's not an easy one. Uh, but uh, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, uh, tough loss to the Saints. Never really got it going against Drew Brees. Um, and the Niners are 10-point favorites. I'm probably going to take Cardinals money line because I've been doing that all year. Um, but it's probably not a good bet. Yeah, I and so you we've both been pretty sticklers about like week in, week out taking you you the Cardinals, me you specifically their money line and me the Dolphins spread. Um I think I've seen the last of my Dolphins spread days. As much as I love Fitzpatrick, <laughs> Josh Rosen and company, I just don't think I can do it with Brian Flores blitzing uh basically an all out zero blitz on third and twenty from midfield. Uh, and the Steelers basically have like free willy to the end zone. Like he, it was he, like he did ask Madden, and he got he it came back with engage eight, and he said, "All right." Next thing you know, a little drag route, <laughs> little, easiest little, touchdown little I've ever seen in my life. Third and twenty goes to the distance. Yeah, um, and then Mason Rudolph can't 20, complete a pass fifteen yards downfield. Twenty, and you're going to give him a five yard check down. I think Doc Hodges should be starting in Pittsburgh. Just a little another little side rant there. Um, I do too. I, he's looked way better than Rudolph. Rudolph just doesn't have that stuff, and he's not a duck calling champion. So, I definitely think Devlin Duck doesn't Hodges. have that going for him. Yeah. No, no, he's got nothing going for him. Just, just uh, right, to that end. <laughs> to that end, we're gonna see. We're gonna there see a the... big game on Sunday night. Uh, Patriots <sighs> minus three and a half against the Ravens in Baltimore. As a Browns fan, you got to be cheering on the Patriots to stay undefeated and help help your cause in the division. Yeah. That you essentially can't compete for anymore. It's um, a little early whoa, for me to be saying whoa, that. Whoa, but... whoa, whoa. Don't bite your tongue. Bite your tongue. I'm saying playoffs no, aren't you're done. De- you're delusional. You're delusional. The playoffs are done. No, they're not. Dignity dignity is on the line for this season for the Browns. They're not the done. Playoffs are so far out of the playoffs it hurts. What if we are 5-5 five and five in three weeks? I, what if? Well, what if? What are you going to do? What if? 
Ben, I will say we are not mathematically eliminated, but <laughs> to this end, we are eliminated at this point in my mind because what? how are we going to get to five and five? Is Freddie Kitchens going to completely change what he's done or is, or is he going to keep repeating the same mistakes? Because I am, I like trends. I like linearity. Our, our linearity is straight downhill at the moment. Um, alrighty. Slope down. Rise um, over run. Well, it's, it's algebra, just, Frank. I'm just saying it's. I don't. I think the Pats will take care of the Ravens. That means the Ravens will be four and three. Uh, if we can win, we'll be three and five, and the Steelers are three and four right now. So you know we could be a game back next week. Uh, this time next week, it's it's far from over. I think, but hey, um, I agree that there's a ton of issues. But let's talk. Let's keep talking about other games. Uh, yeah, I like Pats minus three and a half. Honestly, I don't know. Lamar Jackson could be. Uh, the guy to screw that defense up. Have they faced like a running quarterback really? They haven't faced a legitimate quarterback all season long. I'm fairly certain. <laughs> yeah, the I, Pats I have had the easiest schedules. Like I don't even know if they're a good team. That's a, yeah, it's actually worth <laughs> worth guessing. That that That's defense gets handed that defense gets handed touchdowns it's, left and right. It's crazy the defense would they would have a winning record if it was like just their points versus the other teams. <laughs> Baker Mayfield just sees a, a D tackle running at him so he <laughs> He naturally says, oh, let's toss it right to the guy. Unbelievable. All right. All right. You got to blame the, the blocking on that. No, you got to. Like, no, you one, didn't just have, like, read what's happening. A dude, he's just pitching it forward to a guy, and his O-lineman gets absolutely destroyed. Was he not looking at that while it happened? He's like, looking at his receiver running across, I would think. Where do he wants to pitch it in front of him? Which happened, which happened to be right, right, in right into a D-lineman's lap. Yes, but um, – yeah, it's tough to that's like an interception. It's just uh, – that was just three plays in a row. Okay, why are we still talking about it? Monday night, Cowboys minus seven at Giants. Um, if it was six and a half, I'd like the Cowboys. Seven just has me always scared. Yep. But I, I don't know. Like, the G-Men need a bounce-back game soon. They they do. I, I'm telling you one thing I like in that game is the under. And I don't even know what it is. And I like it because that Cowboys defense, I think, can rattle Jones a little bit. Um at the same time, I think that Cowboys offense is not necessarily meshed as well as it did early in the season. I think there are some question marks still to be had there. Ezekiel Elliott looks like he's laboring pretty hard, and Dak has kind of lost that magic day of the first couple of weeks. So I like the under in that game. If I had to take a side, I would take the Giants at home. But I, please don't put a gun to my head because I'd really rather not. <laughs> don't put a gun to my head. Um, uh, anyone listening? Just keep that in mind. Uh, I'm going to be on an airplane flying back from Denver, probably wallowing in sadness after the Browns screw up again. So, uh, Don't say that. Say that. Uh, did we talk about the London game? No. No, the London game is actually fun. I do like that one. Uh, we got another morning game, uh, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. But if you're on the mountain, like uh, 7.30 a.m. in Denver, um, we got Texans minus two against uh, division rival Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh you, I, I mean, I think I like the Texans as well. But Gardner Minshew looked really good again last week against uh, the Jets. That he did. That he did. Uh, I'll give you that. At the same time, I think Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson it, does, it, it doesn't make sense to me that the Jaguars and Texans would be tied at 5-4. and four. I'm just using that storyline and kind of beating that into my head. Like, and I don't see them being tied. In, in second place. I don't think that division deserves to have three teams over 500. The AFC South as a whole, I don't think is that talented. Yeah. The rest of the league. 
That's my logic there. I'm going to stand by it. But Colts are, Colts are good. Despite the setback they suffered this past week, and actually they, our third loss in a row by the fan gamble giveaway. Well, they, they sorry, won. Sorry, Jack Hillbane. They, won, oh, they, yeah, won, they won the game. They just lost. Sorry, yeah, no, I was – I don't know why spread was in my head right there. Yeah, the game wouldn't feel good. It just reiterates your point. You know, there's there's good teams in the AFC South. There's not great teams. You know, the top team doesn't cover against the the shitty Broncos. Um, you know, it's it's a tight division, and uh, the winner of the Texans Jags uh, has a good chance to win the division. Yeah, they do. I, so I'd say the AFC West is our best division in the AFC. I think that's that kind of goes without saying. Chiefs, Raiders are looking good as of late. I don't want to – actually, you could debate that, but just it's, in my head, subjectively. It's all debatable. I feel like the NFC is actually better than the AFC this year. Yeah, I think I would agree with that like, wholeheartedly. Like top to bottom at least. But uh, should we move on? You're taking – we're both minus two. Yeah. Logically, man, it just makes so much sense to me. I think there's going to be an unhealthy amount of money on the Texans minus two. Like that's going to be early morning. 7.30 like, a.m.? Mountain I love time, it. yeah. I yeah, love it. Probably wake up mid first quarter. Um, uh, I'll wake up college football. I'll wake up six a.m. Get my shovel out again. Um, start digging. We'll but, probably yeah, need it with the snow in the area. To be honest, yeah, college football. Uh, week nine last week, guys. Uh, we're uh, Ohio State gets the big win over Wisconsin. Uh, ATM cover. Uh, all good things there. Buckeyes are legit. We get a week off before uh, Maryland and Rutgers. And then uh, end our season with Penn State, Michigan. Um, so that you know, we got a couple of easy weeks here. Um, but uh, the big story, I think, is that Oklahoma got upset by Kansas State, James. Yeah, that they did, and basically ended their playoff chances. It, you might say that's incorrect, but um, several writers, I, I it was not just one article. Several people were saying, yeah, the Sooners essentially don't have a chance because they're not going to be able to redeem themselves against Kansas state. And with how good so many of the sec teams are this year, uh, like a one loss sec team will probably get in over Oklahoma regardless. Um, and so that basically leaves the door open for Baylor as the lone undefeated team in the big 12. So they're not officially eliminated as a conference. Um, so Baylor could win out, but they do have to play Oklahoma, which will be a big test. Um, would they play each other again? Possibly then? Uh, isn't the Big 12 questions that – I think the Big 12 is just like the top two teams play each other now in the Big 12 championship. I, so I do maybe... claim – I claim to know a lot about sports. but there, well, If Oklahoma point... can win, they could maybe get in. But if they don't win, maybe some other team gets into the I – mean, I'm just saying. Kansas State, though, was down 17-7 in the first quarter, ended up going on a 41-6 run. Um, Oklahoma tried fighting back with 18 unanswered, but lost 48-41. A 41-6 run in the middle of a football game. Pretty embarrassing. I don't think he deserved to be in the playoff. Uh, Jalen Hurts get in the weight room. Jalen Hurts should get in the weight room. I think his Heisman candidacy is over. That, that much rat, is also yeah, true. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that rat poison. Um, LSU, though, um, has a quarterback that is now sitting pretty at the top of the Heisman chart, and that is after a – I wouldn't say a convincing win, but taking care of business against uh, you know a good opponent in Auburn this past weekend. Well, so taking care of business—that's if your business is not covering and losing your betters' money. So I—I'd say not taking care of business. They got the job done. That's what I would say. And, you know, James, I don't know where you say taking care of business and getting the job done are different. Business implies finances. 
Well, that. a job implies finishing business. All right, we're at odds with each other now. I kind of <laughs> like it. I, um, I mean, Burrow, the point being, LSU scraped by. Auburn had him basically uh, on the ropes. Auburn didn't have him on the ropes. Not on the ropes, but they had him worried. They had him nervous. Yeah, I think yeah, Auburn okay. proved there's not that big of a gap. Them as a two-loss team and LSU still undefeated. I'm not hating on LSU because they've deserved to be at this point ranked ranked at the top of the leaderboard with Alabama. They, yeah. they absolutely deserve to be in that conversation for best team hey. in the country. No hey, doubt Joe, about it in my mind. Joe Burrow said after the game, you know, we didn't play our best game, but anytime you beat an, another SEC opponent um, and think you can play better, that's a that's a great sign. It's a great week. Um, and they will have a bye week this week, but then they have uh, number one versus number two, Alabama versus LSU um, in two weeks. And people are talking, I don't think we need to mention it too much. We can talk about it more next week. But people are saying Tua might not play and that it might be smart of Bama not to play him, maybe lose, not have to play in the SEC title, but get in with one loss, which kind of sounds like some crap to me. And then they can have the excuse, hey, Tua didn't play in our loss. Which you could 100% see happening. Like that that would not shock me in the slightest. Um it, it wouldn't be that dumb of logic, honestly, if you're Nick Saban. But at know. the same time. You play, you play to win. You play to win, but you play to win the college football playoff, too. So if yeah. that's one way to do it, that that's possible. Uh, Michigan really, like, set Notre Dame fans back to reality. Um, that I don't even want to talk about that game. So let's move on unless you want to, but I, I really don't want to. That was a good win for Harbaugh and Shea Patterson. But at the end of the day, I – I don't care. Two teams I really don't like. Yeah, Notre Dame needs to get in the weight room. That was a you know a wet game. Uh, that's one in the trenches, and Michigan dominated the trenches. Young running back yeah. had a great game. But, yeah, let's move on. Week 10 is on the ballot now. Uh, as I said, Ohio State's on the bye, but we still have a few big games. Um, we talked about that SMU-Memphis game. Memphis is minus 5.5 at home against undefeated SMU. And then the only other ranked matchup is uh, – the Georgia Bulldogs are going to Florida. Um, Georgia's ranked eighth. Florida's ranked sixth. Georgia's minus six and a half on the road. Yeah, I think a touchdown is asking a lot of Georgia to go into the swamp and uh, defeat a team that's playing as well as the Gators are. Uh, but I probably will. I'll probably be a sucker and take it. Why not? Sounds like some good Saturday afternoon fun. Yeah, um, that's a big game for uh, SEC implications. So we'll see. Um, the, even though both those teams have a loss, we'll see how it shake, shakes up. Because one of those teams could easily sneak into the playoffs for sure. Well, what's funny is preseason, when we gave our college football playoff picks, you said Florida would get in. I said Georgia would get in. Uh, one of us is automatically going to be wrong after Saturday. Uh, so we are at odds with both of those games, which is fun to me. Uh, sounds yeah. like we're going to have some some good trash talk. Should we, do, should, we, should we do another slap it? Just – Double, yeah, I, maybe maybe a shot and a slap bet. That sounds good to me. Okay, shot bet uh, on so, the eight for six. I'll yeah, take, I'll take Florida, Florida plus six and a half. Yep. So right. that one's buying the other one a shot. We're both taking. Yeah. Alrighty. Um, so it's just, that's just a financial <laughs> loss. But, but yeah, uh, I guess that's it for college football this week. Um, not A lot of teams on buy this week. I don't know, but. And then the week after, we have big game. I said number one versus number two. We also have Penn State, Minnesota. Both those teams will be undefeated next week playing each other. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it'll be, I mean, survival of the fittest at that point. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, but anything else, James, in the world of sports? What do we got? A uh, quick NHL update. 
the Colorado Avalanche still looking good. That's my uh, Stanley Cup pick. Mentioned that last last episode, I believe. Um, who did you take in that? I took the Golden Knights. They're second um, in their conference. Nice. Yeah. Good. It's it's close there. all around though. Like they're like seven and four in second. So like. Okay. Seven. It, it's, yeah. All right. It's all pretty close. Um, the Blue Jackets are five, four, and two. Blue Jackets have been playing a lot of overtime hockey. It's been an exciting team to watch, um, you know, playing all right. Maybe they could surprise people. They've seemed just to be, you know, on par with a lot of teams, but they've had some dominant uh, stretches throughout games. Um, and then your Hurricanes, who start five now, are seven and three, seven, three and one. It says, yeah, the one, out, of, yeah. Out, of the, out of the four losses for the Hurricanes, the one overtime one was to Columbus, and one of the other three was to Columbus. So the Blue Jackets have had the Hurricanes number uh, early in this season. Yeah, sweet. Um, well, I think that's we are good, good to start move off of sports. God, I hate sports. Well, do we have to do glad beats now or sad beats? I, if you want to just be really sad, but I feel like very yeah, yeah, a little bit. I yeah, don't want to be sad. Yeah, let's just let's move on, um, guys. I I think do we mention the fan gamble giveaway somewhere in there? That real quick yeah, I before did. I market said Kilbane lost. Yeah, Kilbane lost. Yeah, Kilbane lost. Well, you guys are one and three on your on your guesses. Um, you know that's not good. Um, so maybe maybe our next uh, gamble giveaway guy can get a win. Uh, help help yeah. the rest of you out. But but James, what is going on in the stock market? Because at least that is making me happy. Yeah, stock market is uh, all time highs, baby. All time highs. It, things S- are S- bumping. S and P five hundred is all the way up, baby. Um, hit an all time high on Monday, uh, and it closed Monday at thirty thirty nine. That is an all time high close. Um, and this basically came, James, off of the expectation of a third consecutive rate cut from the Fed. Uh, they're expecting that tomorrow at the meeting, uh, or today, I guess, if you're listening on a Wednesday. Um, so there should be a rate cut. They're saying it could be a 50 basis point cut. What's the what's the odds probability? I so I didn't see anything about the 50 basis in terms of probability. Uh, okay. But there's a 97 percent chance of decreasing the 25 bit. Okay. So there, it, it's probably possible, but I I would not be uh, shocked if they just stick to the 25. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely varying opinions on the effectiveness of these rate cuts since rates are kind of historically low at these levels. Um, so lowering them further might not have the desired effect, but actually we actually do have higher rates than most other countries around the world. Uh, and some of them are going negative. They're breaking that zero bound. It's a scary thing. Uh, if you talk to some of our finance professors from Ohio State, uh, they would not be happy with it. No, not the, the those in academia – <laughs> uh, really, just losing sleep over it. To be honest yeah. with you, they're not not feeling too great. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah, the rate cuts lead to all time highs. Yeah, Frank. I don't know how much longer you want to go into market talk, but I think we can make it short and sweet. Trump said all we needed to know in his tweet earlier today. Consumer confidence number very good. Housing sales <laughs> in September up nicely. Economy rocks. Economy rocks, baby. That's all. I think I'm good. I, I've said all I need to say about the market. I'm surprised he didn't add like the the one guy being dead. It's like the end of the tweet. <laughs> just, you, just, could, you could throw that in there. People would people dude, would buy that. I I watched it was like Jimmy Kimmel did like a mix of Trump's thing after they killed the ISIS terrorist versus Obama when they killed uh, Bin Laden. 
And it is so mm-hmm. funny, you guys. Go check out Jimmy Kimmel's little mashup of uh, Trump's just the way Trump talks. He is an absolute soap opera uh, running our country right now. It's it it's, is like, it's 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 funny because I like it doesn't seem like it affects my life for the most part, but it is kind of crazy. But this man just he play. just like he just lives on Twitter. This guy lives on Twitter, and uh, you would have thought it would be like a young guy, young president to be on Twitter. No, it's this old seventy-plus-year-old Donald Trump. <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the wall in the Oval Office, like him talking to his PR people, like, hey, how does this sound? Tweet, boom, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, that's pretty funny. But uh, we got any buyer sellers this week? Um, uh, I, I don't know if I do. I, I've been living in a cave for a little while. Haven't really been watching the news as much as I should be. What's, just, what's hot right now? I just saw a couple ideas. Nothing, nothing too special, but I thought I'd bring it up. Um, Amazon says they have this thing, Amazon Pay, that is going to enable users to pay their utility bills um, either online or using the Alexa voice assistant. Um, would you use an Alexa to pay your bills, James? No. No, you're Short selling that idea? No. Selling that idea? Nope. I am selling it all the way to hell. Okay, I don't now. I don't know if you're a coffee guy. Here's my other idea. Uh, it's not my idea, but this is a good idea, I think. Um, but Panera is now coming. Coffee subscription, um, a monthly coffee subscription, just seven dollars and ninety nine cents for un. I think it says unlimited monthly coffee uh, at Panera. Um, I think it's a good idea to get foot traffic into their store versus Starbucks or versus any other com- competing coffee brand. Um, and then, you know, maybe get a bagel sale here or a Danish or a cookie um, or soup or mac and cheese or, you know, flatbread. Just, you know, getting more people in for the coffee, um, but getting actual other money out of them. What do you think? So I like the, the idea behind it being that, uh, getting additional revenue besides just the coffee, because obviously you're going to lose money on that if people were to just walk in and get a coffee every day. But does that agree with the core competency uh, that their business has uh, really been built on. Like, do customers want to go in there and hang out? Or would they – I feel like a lot of people that are, like, have heavy coffee drinkers, they uh, like the idea of a, a drive-thru at Starbucks or a drive-thru at McDonald's or, or anything they, like that where they don't have to walk in. I, I just don't know if I agree with that part of it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the other companies respond to if uh, Starbucks tries doing something similar or what, whatnot. Yeah, no, it's a good challenge point, I suppose, but I, I think Panera might be straying away a little bit too much from what they're good at, and that yeah. is, they're that, private. They're a that, private company anyway. We can't even invest in them. I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong. Unless we we got to meet a guy. We got to we got to meet the right people. Then we I can. think they're like owned by like Cavelli Enterprises. They used to be public. Sounds, I think that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, that's what the Wi-Fi always. Cavelli Enterprises, yeah. yeah. All uh, right, you want to do post grad plans? Yeah, we're going. We're going to Denver. We've already hinted at them. We're going. Yeah, to, we're going to Denver. We're going to Denver. I'm going for Halloween. You have Halloween party tomorrow, though. Yeah. What are you? So I'll I'll talk about my costume in a second. But what are you being? I don't know. I mean, I I have to pack for Denver, but I don't think I really have a costume planned. Um, I don't know. You I, might I have could, to figure it out when you get get out there. I could probably try to be Dwight True. Um, I've done it a lot. Low, I was gonna say low creativity there. Frank. Low Come creativity. Um, I don't know. Three hole punch, Frank. Um, I, I saw actually. I saw something like you. Like it's you know how like Beyond Meat. 
it's like beyond Frank and it's mm-hmm. just a, a plant-based Frank. Plant-based Frank. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just that's throw actually, like a little, that's better. little sign on me. I'm plant-based. <laughs> and then, then just like to eat meat. bleeds just like the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah. All, All right. right. And what are you being? I, I'm a little more excited about my costume. Yeah. I've never done it, but, uh, I'm gonna be a stunt man. Uh, in fact, uh, oh yeah, stunt man named Rod 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 Kimball. Uh, yeah, for those of you unfamiliar with the 2007 hit comedy, um, the hot, hot Rod, Hot Rod, yeah, Hot Rod. The, what a show! What a what an actual like depiction of a great film. Um, Andy Samberg plays the main character, Rod Kimball, and I'm gonna be him for a whole night. Um, mustache and everything. Uh, I have a hormone disorder, so I couldn't grow my own, so I have to purchase a fake one to wear it. Uh, that, that there's a lot. There's going to be a lot going on. There'll probably be a <laughs> picture shared at some disorder. point. You're 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 acting as him, like you just kind of. I am. I'm going to be him the the entire day. Yeah. You made it sound like like you yourself have a hormone disorder and you can't grow much. Oh no. no! Rod Kimball has one in the film. James. Yeah. Stone, all no. I, I could grow a mustache, but I wouldn't be doing the character justice. Uh, All righty. And then, yeah, we're going to Denver for the Browns. Uh, maybe check out the mountains. Um, a lot of snow out there, I guess, like over a foot of snow in Denver. So um, California's got fires. Denver's got snow, you know. They, they've got snow. And you know what else might make a uh, comeback this weekend? Comeback or maybe a debut, as you, if you look at it that way. I think the pay-to-play pod's going to make their first Instagram post. Oh. Uh, don't. Don't 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 quote me on that, but I think it's highly likely. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll throw the slap bet uh, results up there too. Oh geez, yeah, no, yeah. that sounds like actual fun. And, and it may be the shot bet, guys. I don't know if we want to have alcohol um, on our on our Instagram. You know. Well, we'll see. We'll see how the night progresses. Yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah. how the night progresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So to that extent, uh, we're good for the song of the week. Um, We've been bad about tweeting these out lately, but we are going to rock with the Monster Mash. There's only really one great Halloween song, and that is it. Um, I, you know, it's a it's I'll a market. Give, it's a market. Honestly, I, you know, I I think too much in terms of markets. But any any singer songwriter, you know, you got to write the next great Halloween song. Nothing yeah, compares to the Monster Adam, Mash. The Adams Family theme only goes so far. Like yeah. you can play that, but it's like forty seconds long. The Monster Mash. They're mashing for like two and a half, three minutes. I don't know the exact extent of, extent of the song, but I could listen to that thing on repeat. The Adams Family theme, it feels like, uh, come on, give me something more. Yep. Um, yeah, let's listen to the Monster Mash. Uh, guys, have a great week. Um, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at PayToPlayPod. Follow us on Instagram at PayToPlayPod uh, so you don't miss our slap bet for this weekend. James, what do you want to leave the people with? So last week I said, here we go, Brownies. They proceeded to embarrass me in the first quarter. So I'll do it one more time. Here we go, Brownies. Let's go. We we might beat Denver this week. We very well might do it. Lock. Ten units. Throw it all on there. Good night. Gross. (laughs) Gross.